0: Hello, my friends, again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are looking at having a new guest in today as finishing out uh, the end of our study in the book of James. It's been a wonderful study. We've had several guests from all around the country. I am currently back home, and we are looking at uh, having a dear friend of mine. He is a wonderful minister to my family and my children, and we have the youth pastor of our church. Would you introduce yourself, brother?
1: Yeah, my name is Pastor Riley, and I've been at First Baptist Church of Goodrich for a couple of years now, working with Pastor Ben, uh, that was just on the podcast, and just a privilege to serve uh, the Lord in ministry.
0: And so, the the thing that I love about our church is really the the heart to love the Word of God. We have several families throughout the church that love the Word of God, and we we just develop this this love and kindred spirit to talk the Scriptures. And so this is just really another opportunity to kind of, you know, jump into the Word of God and just excitingly uh, see what God has for us each day. As we're looking into James chapter number five, we finished last time with uh, Brother Tom Harmon. We were in verse number eight. And so we're going to look at verse number nine today and see all the way down. We're going to try to get to verse number 12. Let's see what it says. It says, grudge not one, one against another, brethren, lest ye be condemned. Behold, the judge stand up before the door. Take, my brethren, the prophets who have spoken in the name of the Lord for an example of suffering, affliction, and of patience. Behold, we count them happy which endure. Ye have heard of the patience of Job and have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. But of all things, my brethren, swear not, neither by heaven, neither by earth, neither by any other oath, but let your yea be yea, and your nay, nay, lest ye fall into condemnation.
1: Yeah, what a great passage to jump into, and obviously we've been coming off verse 7 and 8 and keeping that context in mind, um, that we should be patient, enduring for the coming of the Lord, and when I think of grudging, the idea is kind of murmuring or talking, you know, complaining against people. If we said, if we asked you today, is there just that one maybe person in your church that you work with that maybe they're just not your cup of tea? You know, maybe your personalities just don't go together. We really have the decision as believers whether we're gonna work together with them, we're gonna put this passage into application, or if we're gonna gossip about them and complain about them. And uh, that's the situation we're we're dealing with right here, starting in verse nine. In verse nine,
0: it really is driving home this point of the, the Lord's coming back. Oh, are, are we going to let little minor things be the pebble in our shoe that stops us from advancing the gospel together? And, and this is the, the crux of Christianity. I am convinced, and if you listen to the podcast long enough as we've been going through the book of James, really the truth is is that knowledge about the word can be dangerous when it's not applied. We, we are getting to a place as Christians where we have access to study tools. We have access to information galore. But the reality of it is, is that as Christians, we are called to live out the word of God. And that's what James is driving home. He is, he is rich in illustration. And we're going to see that coming up. He says this in verse number uh, 10, as he says, take my brethren, the prophets, so now looking at verse 9, he says, grudge not against one another or murmur not against one another, brethren, lest you be condemned. He says, the judge stand up before the door, meaning that Christ's return is right on the horizon. So then he says, take this example, friends, the prophets who have spoken in the name of the Lord for an example of suffering, affliction, and of patience.
1: Yeah, and the prophets, they're such a good example. We look at their lives and the things that they did endure and how they just kept persevering. You know, they weren't rich people. They didn't have all these earthly blessings, as, as James has talked about. But we know that in heaven, they are going to be blessed for, for being patient, for enduring through their life. And obviously, the this passage has mentioned Job already. And some of the prophets, if we look back at their lives, they went through some hard things, a lot harder things than we often go through, and yet they were faithful, and they just kept serving God, and uh, they are going to be blessed for that.
0: One of the things that I have been reading recently is the book uh, about some of the martyrs that have gone by, some of the great uh, people who have stayed the test of time, and I'm recalling in my mind some of the folks who in the, the Reformation period, uh, they have suffered great affliction for their faith. I think of the story of Latimer and Ridley about uh, they were called to recant their faith. And in the midst of this calling by, by Mary, I think it's Mary Tudor, she calls them to, to uh, recant their faith. And Latimer, Latimer and Ridley decide they are not going to recant their faith. And I remember the phrase, uh, as they're being burnt at the stake, where Latimer says, play the man, Master Ridley by God's grace, may our lives be candles burnt in England for all to see. I believe that's the phrase, if I'm not mistaken. And you you see how they gave their lives for the gospel. They endured great affliction, remaining faithful until the end. And so let's look at verse number 10, where he says, take my brethren, the prophets who have spoken in the name of the Lord. They stood up for the faith and their suffering, affliction, and patience. In verse number 11, it says this, Behold, we count them happy, which endure. Ye have heard of the patience of Job and have seen the end of the Lord. The Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. We count them happy. What a what an interesting phrase there.
1: Yeah, I love the, if the Bible were written today, often people use this, the Bible written today, where would we be in this? And we can see the end. We know that God has written the end of these stories for Job and for the prophets. We can read about the the guys in the Reformation and people before us that have really just taken the torch. And we see at the end of their life, there's no regrets. We see that they don't look back and say, "I wish I would have just lived for myself more." Uh, I love just giving this illustration to the teens because there's I've never met somebody, I've never read about somebody that gave their life to the Lord and looked back at the end of their life and and said, man, I just lived this terrible life. I wish I would have given myself more and not Jesus. But we do see the opposite, and we know that based on God's word and these verses, that those who endure, they live happy lives. They do not regret giving of themselves for the Lord. And I love the end of the verse. The Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. God loves those people that sacrifice and endure for him he gives them the the mercies that they need in those times.
0: And, and he uses the example of Job, but Job has lost uh, greatly yet he didn't he didn't forsake God. He didn't give up on God, rather he stayed faithful to the Lord enduring those afflictions. We see here in verse number 12 he says, "But above all uh, but above all things, my brethren, swear not neither by heaven, neither by earth, neither by any other oath. Uh, before we get to the end, we want to make note that this is a bit of a change in topic. Uh, we see that, that James is encouraging them to stay faithful to the end, to consider the endurance of others, because there is great joy in staying faithful to the end. And the Lord understands he's very pitiful. He's, he's full of pity. But we see in verse number 12, he says this, he says, but above all things, or I want you to think about think about this, even in the midst of your trial, I want you to think about this. Swear not, neither by heaven or ne- neither by earth. The modern day application is that we we want to make sure that we are remaining true to our word.
1: Yeah. And when we look at the context, again, going back to the the Lord is standing at the door. If God comes back right now, one of the things we wouldn't want a part of our lives is that we can't stand by our word. And if you were to say, I'm I'm just kidding, void everything I just said, right? I'm just kidding. Oh, nothing was just true. Um, That's not a really good excuse. As Christians, we should be able to live by our word. When you promise something to somebody, uh, follow through on that promise. When you say, I'm going to do this, Do that thing. That is what we should be doing as Christians because of God's mercy and his his pitifulness for us. We should be living honest lives.
0: And and what you're saying is, is that when we make a commitment to do something, when we are uh, telling someone that we are going to do something, uh, I joke uh, a lot about this where, you know, there's people who say, I swear I'll do this, or I swear I didn't do that the the end of the verse tells us what he's talking about uh, a basically a a oath that you're you're going to do something and you don't hold up your end of the bargain and so what we have created in our society is or in our culture today is is that we have to reassure that we we mean what we say but James is saying here he says but let your yea be yea and your nay nay and He says, lest ye fall into condemnation. What he's saying is, is be a person where your word actually means something. And so my friend, as we come to a close today, I just want to kind of uh, throw this out there for us to apply to our life is, how, how are you doing in the area of faithfulness? Every day, plowing the row that God has given you. In the midst of trials, it's easy to become the complainer that's looking to your left and to your right and comparing your lives with others and complaining because your situation is not how you want it to be. But look at the prophets. Look at the people who have gone before us. Look at the people who have become martyrs for the faith, that have stayed faithful to the end. They, they stayed faithful to the end, and we should count ourselves happy to suffer great affliction along with them, knowing that the Lord cares for us. But above all, make your word mean something. If you say you're going to do something, keep your word, my friends. There is nothing greater than having a testimony that when you mean something and you say something, that you mean it and you follow through with what you said. Let's be people that apply his word each and every day. God bless. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's Word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.